Let's turn our attention now to what is happening in Israel, where a surprise attack by Hamas during a Jewish holiday against even civilians at events like a music festival is having ripple effects all over the world. There are so many questions about how it was planned and, and why now and who helped. So right now we're going to talk about the situation and why there is this discussion about how this seems to be different from previous incursions in fighting that we have seen in that area. Joining us now is Yael Aronoff, who's a professor of political science and international relations at Michigan State University. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, Thank you for having me. Why is this being called a, a different situation? Why does it feel different this time? It's different because it would be like 10 9-11s um, that happened in Israel this weekend in terms of the ratio of population um, with uh, 700 civilians being killed. As you said, 260 young people at a peace music festival, um, people being killed in their homes on the streets. Uh, a friend of mine had his daughter and son-in-law killed Saturday morning um, by Hamas terrorists, and they were covering the son who shot in Summit, who survived. We have uh, little children and uh, old people who have been taken hostage. Um, if this were for the, um, if in the United States, it would be as if 25,000 uh, people uh, were uh, killed intentionally in the United States over the weekend. And I think in terms of Canada's population, it would be over 2,660 uh, people who would have been killed. Um, so that's why it's something different. Um, it, it's just the magnitude of slaughter and massacre and terror uh, that has happened and people coming um, over ground, underground, over sea, uh, over 4,400 rockets. Um, it's just the sheer magnitude of it and the horror of it. Why? That can we talk a little bit about as well um, the reaction to this in terms of the fact that they're saying that there was no information about this, that there was no intelligence about this? What is that? What do we know at this point about the, the process that led up to this? I mean, we don't know enough and don't know uh, much yet. We know that it was a, a, a a disaster in terms of the the government and in terms of the intelligence. Um, and, you know, with people in the government and the security cabinet, with people like Ben Gvir, who's an extremist as the national security minister who's never served in the military, um, we don't have <laughs> the most experienced people at the helm. Um, and also the the government has been preoccupied with trying to weaken the Supreme Court as opposed to ensure uh, security for the people. So this is not the time now uh, for uh, things to be investigated and for blame, but the time now to protect citizens and so forth and to uh, try to get the hostages back, with, uh, perhaps through eventual negotiations as well. Um, but, uh, hmm. yeah, this is a colossal, colossal failure of intelligence and of, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what yeah. do you think of the reaction so far, like, from the international community? I mean, I think from what I've seen, it's largely um, sympathetic and empathetic uh, in terms of the massacre and slaughter of uh, civilians in Israel um, and the right for Israel to defend itself. I, of course, feel for Palestinians as well. Hamas 
did this huge uh, initiation and provocation, knowing that Israel would come into the Gaza Strip and inviting it and knowing that more civilians would be killed. Um, And so it's just horrific for also Palestinian civilians uh, to be suffering in this way uh, as, you know, and uh, I just hope for um, a, a peace as quickly as possible. I can't help thinking that one of Hamas's motivations was to try to destroy hopes of reaching a um, Saudi-Israeli normalization that hopefully would also hinge on a process towards Palestinian independence uh, for a two-state solution. But Hamas has always opposed the two-state solution um, and is one of the reasons um, that there's no independent Palestinian state now. Because during the 90s, when there was supposed to be a process towards a two-state solution, it's up to all its suicide bombings in Israel because it didn't want an independent Palestinian state in part of the land. It wanted independent Palestinian state in all of the land. And it certainly has been a spoiler um, uh, from then until now. Um, and what? I hope that the government also, though, uh, will act in a restrained um, manner, uh, although Hamas makes it very difficult <laughs> um, to go after it and, and try to find hostages when they embed themselves among civilians. So it's just a horrible, horrible, horrible trap uh, that they've set. And I hope that Israel can respond wisely, that the international community still understands all the difficulties that are there and that they all help towards getting to a negotiated eventual uh, solution and peace agreement based on a two-state solution and, and help Let's talk about the, what this means for the the region as well, too, because there's there's been dis- talk about oh Iran helped Hamas plan this, and uh, this was because of Israel, you know, working towards a, a more normalized relationship with Saudi Arabia. Like, how much do you think all of that plays in here, too? I think it's a strong possibility. I mean, we all know that Hamas. Um, uh, trains Hamas and Islamic Jihad at times, supplies them all these sophisticated weapons and rockets, trains them, shares doctrine with them, as well as with from Hezbollah. They have video conferences together. Um, it, there's no question that there's uh, a backing of Hamas and Islamic Jihad um, and coordination. Now, to what extent they were directly behind it, um, we don't have sufficient evidence at this point, but it seems like uh, it, 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 they certainly got some support um, from Iran that, of course, is celebrating everything right now. But uh, so, And I'm sure that part of Iran's motivation was to try to spoil any attempts at normalization between Saudi Arabia and Israel. But more, we need more evidence in terms of the exact uh, plans for this exact operation. But the weapons that were used from, were from Iran. Some of the training was from Hezbollah in Iran. Um, so they were definitely involved. So this is, there's still a lot more questions here, aren't there? Yeah, like we're just yeah. early yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time for that this morning. Thank you so much. And I hope everyone can be compassionate and respectful for how Israelis are feeling, Jews are feeling, Palestinians are feeling um, at this time and the suffering that is ensuing. So um, thank you so much. I hope so, too. Thank you for your time. That's Yael Aronoff, who's a professor of political science and international relations at Michigan State University. There is a lot still developing with this as of this morning, Israel 
announced that it is ordering a complete siege of Gaza as they're working to secure that border. What does that mean? What does that look like? I don't know, as Yael pointed out now, it does feel like all bets are off and it's going to be a very tense and difficult situation. Uh, we'll continue to have your updates on that.